Welcome to the Diversity and Fellowship Podcast, where we discuss how the gospel brings us together and keeps us together. We are your hosts, Kenny King. And I'm William Marshall, and we want to encourage Christians to think through how our lives and our churches can be a faithful display of how the power of the gospel unites us in Christ. Thanks for tuning in. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the latest episode of Diversity in Fellowship. Uh, thanks for tuning in this week. Uh, today we are talking about an issue of diversity and the LGBTQ plus community. So there is a tendency um, that people who are kind of fighting for ethnic unity to be grouped together with those who are fighting for uh, LGBTQ plus rights and equality. Um, often those two groups are viewed as kind of the same or uh, should be the same or they're they're fighting for the same thing there's there's kind of this um, making a making those two groups equal right yes so Kenny why does that happen why why are those two groups groups often uh, seen as one yeah because what happens is is the it's the kind of the idea that both of these groups are oppressed, marginalized, and so if you're going to fight for diversity, not only should you bring in minorities, people mm -hmm. from different ethnic groups, but you also mm -hmm. need to bring in people who identify as LGBTQ+. And so what, what has happened is, is because civil rights era that was considered a justice issue right yes and so the gay community the lgbtq community they co-opted the civil right. rights movement okay. and made and made it made their you know fight for justice similar to the civil rights movement so right. so you have the, the gay community you have minorities and and they're trying to get minorities on their team right and so it, it becomes issue of justice. Well, okay, right. well, if you're going to have segregated churches in regards to race, mm -hmm. right? And then if you're not accepting of the LGBTQ community, you need to rectify that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so if you identify, right. if you identify race and, and issues of, LGB, of the LGBT community, if you identify those as equal, Mm -hmm. then they're going to say, why don't you fight for diversity within those groups, within your church in the same way? Right. Yeah. So kind of going along with that, brother, what is another reason you would say? Well, and part of it is, is that's that's kind of the more positive side. Like, hey, we should we should join and fight in this together. Yeah. The other side of it is the negative side. Hey, we should really hate these this these groups that oppose us together. Right. And so there's kind of this coming together between racism. Yes. And uh, I mean, the term that would uh, is often used, homophobia. Right. So the 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 racist people today are the people who you know uh, oppose homosexual rights. I yes. mean they, they are the same that opposed civil rights. I mean it's it's almost this coming together of those um uh, of of kind of we we want to be against those who Yeah. And and I I think what um 
you know the LGBTQ plus community uh, did or has done, whether they did this knowingly or you know how, however, it's almost as if the um, the racist today is is anybody who's kind of publicly racist is normally viewed pretty negatively. Right. Right. I mean anybody. I mean, and then we look back on kind of those in the civil rights movement who were fighting against. Um, kind of equality. Yes. And we're like, those people were wrong. I mean, you know, the, the language, dudes. yeah, wrong side of history. I mean, all yeah. those kind of, all that kind of language, you know. And and I think kind of in, a, in, in agreement all the way across the board, we see that that was wrong. Yes. And I, I think the uh, LGBTQ plus community is like, if we can, if we can make the people that we label as homophobic, if we can, if we can make those people equal to those kind of, well, those racist of the past, then man, yeah. look, we'll be able to accomplish what we're trying to accomplish, right? People right. will view them as enemies. People will view them as awful, as ugly, as terrible. And so it, it seems as if it's kind of this equivocation between racism and homophobia, like right. bringing these two together so that, you know, uh, so that we can all see them for just how terrible, you know, how terrible they, they really, really are. Right. You know? And so I think that, I think that's happening. I mean, I think that, I don't think it's happening. I think it's happened, right? Yes. I mean, that's that's kind of where... We're I mean, out. it's almost to the point where when you think of when you hear the word almost homophobia, you think about racism. <laughs> like for me, it's like, OK, they you, they've tried to tie this so closely together mm-hmm. that you it's almost a word association. Mm. Like yeah, you, you right. see those words kind of together um, to to show that someone is being like broadly hateful is <laughs> right. not just a. Uh, um, and so when when you do that, when you put them together like that, it, it does make people think that the the justice issues, like the, mm. you're yeah, fighting right. racism, you're fighting discrimination of all kinds. When you're mm-hmm. talking, when you kind of blend in homophobia and sexism, misogyny, as we call it today, too, is like mm-hmm. when you blend all those things together, you you kind of have this idea that they're all equal. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, another reason. Yeah. What's another that this happens is is political, the political environment that we're in. Like you have these polar opposites, right? You have extremes on both sides and we're lacking uh, a nuance when it comes to our political party. So if I'm uh, if I identify as a Democrat and I'm. I realized that I'm fighting for diversity, ethnic diversity, and so you're also going to be, you're going to tend to also fight for LGBTQ rights, mm-hmm. and you're not going to see any sort of um, nuance within that. Mm-hmm. Like they're the same. Like everything yep. that the Democrats stand for is right, so I need mm-hmm. to be doing everything that the Democrats stand for. Right. Same thing with the Republicans, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever they stand for and whatever they're against, I'm going to stand for those things and I'm going to be against those things. Mm-hmm. So the idea is if you if you identify with these um, political parties or you uh, these other labels like progressive and conservative and whatever mm-hmm. those are, you tend to grab hold to the whole bag of things. Right. And, instead of just saying, OK, this is what I truly believe. <laughs> right? right. Yeah. And, and this is what I'm going to going to fight for mm-hmm. yeah. it's you assign the whole platform yeah right like if you labeled if you put yourself in this party 
then you agree with everything on the platform. Right. If you put yourself in this party, then you agree with everything on the platform. And there's no right. deviation from that. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that's. I mean, I think that's there. I think that's real as well. I think you know one other one uh, that you know that we could mention is just kind of this idea that love equals acceptance and affirmation. Yes. And so there is this. A teaching, I don't know if that's too strong, but just this understanding, this belief that if you're not accepting and you're not affirming and you're not right, if you're not doing all that, then you're you're actually hating, you're not loving. Yes. You're, you're unloving. And and so it seems as if that, you know, it's like um, we would we would say to somebody who is not accepting or and affirming those in the min- minority culture, we would say, yeah, you're you're not. Yeah, you're hateful. You're hateful. You know, yeah. you're you're racist. I mean that that kind of language, and it's like that that needs to be applied in this situation too, right? Um, or uh, that's what the LGBT LGBTQ plus community would say. We we need to apply that to us as well. Right? Yeah, you're just really just being hateful because true. If you really loved us, if you really if you're really loving, uh, then you would affirm us and you would accept us, and and everything would be okay, right? And so, yeah, uh, even beyond toleration right it's not just you tolerate us but it's um it's you actually accept and affirm us right right um it's it, it's almost the whole separate but equal yes right it's right. like no 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 we're not we're not settling <laughs> for that right no. uh no we want ex- acceptance and a- affirmation and so there's a difference there and I, and i think i think because both of those were um i mean important ideas um but you know when you talk about civil rights and those types of things that i think uh, both of those ideas are there uh, in these these groups, and so so again, yes. Yeah, so so these two groups, you know, these these two kind of movements, if you will, uh, this fight for civil rights or or eth- what we would call now we'd say uh, diversity and fellowship or ethnic unity, yes. is often you know equivocated to kind of the fight for homosexual rights, LGBTQ plus rights, and so both of those kind of come together. Kenny, let me ask you, as a black brother, yes. right, who, um obviously belongs to um, the minority side of that struggle. Should these be viewed the same? No. Why not? Because when when we're talking about striving for diversity and fellowship, and when we're talking about um, unity within the body of Christ, we have to remember that this unity is built upon the truth. Mm. It is a, it is a unity um, surrounding the word of God and the person of Jesus Christ. So think about John 17, right? Like this is where we go to when we're talking about being one. A lot of people, even progressive people, they would go to those who would say we need to accept and affirm Mm -hmm. the LGBTQ LGBTQ community. They would run to John 17, say Mm -hmm. we all need to be one. Right. But in John 17, Jesus says, he wants his followers to be sanctified in the truth. Right. And he says, your word is truth. That's Talking right. Jesus, to the yeah, Father, Jesus right? praying, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what we what we are basing our unity on is the word of God. And right. the word of God, if we are reading the word of God properly, mm-hmm. it which, clearly condemns. Which is a big if. Right, if. Yes, right. right. If, we are, yeah. if we're not reading our own beliefs into the Bible, mm-hmm. which tends to happen a lot, Yep. Right. And yep. our own. We all uh, have to fight against that. Yeah. We I mean, gotta fight against got to fight against that it. and reading our own mm-hmm. what context into the Bible and biases. And yeah. Presuppositions. All those all things. Mm-hmm. But if you're reading it objectively. Right. 
um, the Bible clearly condemns homosexuality. Right. It, I mean, there's there's really no way around it. Mm-hmm. And I know people argue about, well, that, you know, you go to the Leviticus passage and they'll read Leviticus, what, 17 and say, mm-hmm. well, you eat shellfish and all that stuff. Right. But then you get to the New Testament and you have, I mean, Jesus clearly stating in, in Matthew 19 that marriage mm-hmm. is between a man and a woman, God's right. intention from the beginning. Right. You have Romans 1 that mm-hmm. clearly speaks against it. First Corinthians right. 6, this is what you once were, but you have been in right. First Timothy one, right? Right. You have all these different places where homosexuality is clearly condemned or at least not affirmed, right? Right. Like homosexuality is never affirmed in the word of God. Right. And it's clearly condemned in many different places. And right. it's clearly seen in God's design in his creation. And so if the Bible is if we're if we're supposed to be united in the truth and the Bible condemns something, mm-hmm. then we should not be accepting and affirming right. of the of those things. That's right. And and, an, and another point to you know to make in regards to being being unified in the truth, we have to make sure our identity is wrapped in the truth. Mm-hmm. Like our identity is is not primarily whether you're a minority or whether you are in, in the LGBTQ community, our identity is not first and foremost our ethnicity. Yeah. Our sexuality. Right. Our identity is we're created in the image of God. And if we trust in Jesus as our Lord and Savior, we are first and foremost followers of him. Yes. And so when we put these other labels um, ahead of our identity in Mm -hmm. Christ, and then we 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 are not basing it on the truth. We end up again (laughs) reading our biases, reading reading our preferences into the word of God right. instead of um, letting the word of God kind of read us. Mm-hmm. Um, also, the Bible affirms ethnicity. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, That's again, right. Ro- Revelation 7, every mm-hmm. nation, mm-hmm. every tribe, every people, every language. Right. So you have every ethnicity that is affirmed in the mm-hmm. kingdom of heaven. Mm-hmm. And so you, so you have one ethnicity that's affirmed. You have the other, homosexuality, that is condemned and never affirmed. And right. so you have to we have to be able to have that nuance to say that when we're fighting for diversity and fellowship, that doesn't mean every group. Yeah. That's <laughs> it, right. It does not mean every group. Like we believe that men and women should be together. We believe that rich and poor should be together, because those are groups that God affirms. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. But if God doesn't affirm it, that doesn't mean we we should fight for that unity in those areas. Right. Yeah. And I think that, I mean, just, yeah, just to highlight that, I mean, it's so important to see that this is something that the Bible doesn't, that actually the Bible condemns. Yes. And does not affirm, right? That would be uh, homosexual behavior, right? Versus um, ethnicity, which the Bible celebrates. Right. I mean, like actually <laughs> holds up as this beautiful, yes. wonderful thing. I mean, Revel- Revelation uh, 5 and 6, I mean, there's this beautiful picture of every tongue and tribe and nation gathered around yes. the throne of God, worshiping him. And so, yeah, I, I, we need to, uh, we should be able to see the difference there. If we, if, we, right. if we are, like you said, if we, and it is challenging, I think it is challenging at times to not 
come to the Bible with our preferences. I mean, again, we all do that. Right. But if we can, if we can try to, as best we can, in God's grace and mercy, to come to the Scriptures objectively. Yes. Then we can see the differences between the two groups. Right. It's not. It's not hard. It's not as hard at that point. So, um, I think another reason, right? I mean, why why we should view them as as different is, um, we, we do affirm that it's wrong to hate people. Yes. Right. I mean. Racism is wrong, right? That's clearly a sin. Homophobia is wrong, yes, right. I mean, if if you hate somebody because of you know uh, because they're homosexual, right? I mean, that's wrong. Yes, that's, the Bible doesn't say you should hate people, right. <laughs> right? And so I think we can clearly say, hey, that's that's wrong. But there's a difference here, yeah. Right, calling homosexuality a sin is not the same as hating a homosexual. No. Those are those are different those are different things, right? Yeah. Um I can I can call somebody who's cheated on their wife an adulterer. Yes. And still love still love that guy, right? Amen. Still love that man and and but I but I I don't agree with his actions. I don't agree with what he's done and and so, right? I'm I'm encouraging him to I I can call someone disobedient to their parents. Yes. Right. And, <laughs> right. and not hate them. Yes. You know, and not hate, you know. I mean, I that that's what we I mean, even in raising our children, right? We have to say, you've you're have you did you disobey mommy, right? Did you right, you've disobeyed. This right. is right. I can or even did you lie? Yes. I know you guys kids never lie to you. <laughs> that never happens to you, right, brother? No. But you know, if if one of my boys lies to me, I can say you've lied. Yes. You've actually become a liar in this. You know, I don't say that because I'm like I hate them. I I say that because I I want to help them and I love them. Right. right. And so, yeah, I think I think it's important for us to see see that difference. Um, right. To see the difference between saying no, 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 this this action is is a sin. Right. Calling it a sin is not a, is not hateful. Yeah. Um. And so I think that's important. What else? What else would you say is um, a reason why uh, these two groups shouldn't be seen the f- uh, viewed the same, right? Um, just want to like jump on your your point no, that no, you just no. made I a already, little bit. I, we've moved on, <laughs> right? We've moved on. So I mean, just to be clear, okay. like they're you know calling homosexuality a sin is not it's not hatred. There is a way to do it in a hateful fashion. Oh man, yeah. So yeah, That's like right. like Westboro Baptist, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. We, we remember Westboro Baptist. Don't even look it up if you don't listen and don't mm-hmm. know about it. They're they really are. Don't hateful. need to know. Yeah. If you're if you're you know on side of the road holding up signs, you know talking about God hates and you know all this mm-hmm. other stuff about right. homosexualities, that is clearly hateful. Like there's a right. hateful way to call it sin. We speak the truth in love, mm-hmm. right? We don't necessarily just browbeat people with. Uh, just yeah. hateful statements. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, kind of going on to the next point. Yeah. We need to be nuanced in our political views, not not yeah. avoid political idolatry, which means that we are holding more to our political identity than we are holding on to our identity in, in Christ. In yeah. our, and so realize that you can support your candidates for their for for the things that they hold that line up with the word of God, but mm-hmm. also fall away from them <laughs> yeah. whenever they hold to views that are not consistent with the word of God. Mm. Um, I don't know if I ever told you this story, but mm. um, they were looking to do a chapter of the NAACP mm-hmm. in Sykeston. In Sykeston. In Sykeston, okay. yeah. yeah. And I was um, approached to be you know, the leader of it. Of course right? you were. You know, I would, right? Of course you, you know, were, Kenny. Because I was... 
Right. You know, you know, you know me. I know you, man. And so my my response was no. Like I <laughs> I support the NAACP and what they do to try to advance, um, but they fell into the trap of okay because we're an oppressed group we have to support this oppressed group right and so i can't like i can't put my <laughs> i i can't in good conscience mm. knowing that my primary identity is as a follower of christ i can't align politically yep. with this group mm-hmm. that is clearly in violation of the word of god right and yeah. so we, we have to be able to be nuanced in that. I can support them in regards to their fight for justice and mm-hmm. and when it comes to discrimination of minorities. I can do that. But I don't I don't feel like I can lead an organization mm. who is clearly in violation of the word of God. Right. And we need to be able to to hold those things in, in tension, right? Yeah. To be able to say, I can support you in this, but I'm gonna hold you accountable. <laughs> actually in this area right that yeah and i I think that i mean that's challenging isn't it brother i mean yeah i you know that's that's where we're struggling so much right now i mean uh, you know the latest elections and different things where kind of christians are kind of dividing up into camps and yes it's like every everybody everybody gets grouped together right there's 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 you know the what we've evangelicals man well it's the you know and it's the death of nuance yeah you know you can't if you support this, then you have to support this, 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 and this. Right. You know, or if you if you like this, then that means you like this, 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 and that. You know, and it's like, no, you know, <laughs> like I can like this and not like this, or I can support this and not support this. You know, like I can, um, and it's and I and I think you know we live in a time where culturally we well I would say politically we almost have to do that. The, the yeah. Bible commands us. We we have to hold on to the principles of the Scripture. Um, and uh, there are just going to be times where we can say, yeah, I support my candidate in this and, and he lines up, but you know what? I don't, I don't actually support him here. Right. You know? Um, and, and it gets difficult, right? We talked about it in the election. I mean, it gets difficult. Well, do you vote for that guy? Do you not vote for that guy? Who yeah. do you vote? You know, and all those are kind of the, I think where we're, we're at, where we're having to wrestle with, um, whether to vote at all. Sometimes, that's right. right? <laughs> um, so I, I think those are the, the challenges, but, but we have to be very, very, I mean, the, to use the term that you're always using, we have to avoid political idolatry. Yes. That's Kenny's. That's my favorite term. Favorite term. Right. <laughs> uh, but I mean, it's true, right? Of just lift, of just kind of saying, well, we're just going to go, you know, we're, we're just going to go all in here, right? you know, all in with this party or all in with this party. It's like, no, I think we have to, we have to be, we have to be willing to think uh, more biblically on that. So, yeah. Um, yeah, one final, I mean, one final thing, and we, we kind of alluded to this earlier, but I, but I think instead of, instead of seeing love as, um, affirmation. Yes. Uh, I think the Bible would, would teach us that, um, love actually equals pointing people to Christ. Yes. Love equals admitting and acknowledging that we're all sinners. Yes. And this is, I mean, going back to your argument that, you know, sometimes you see people not loving uh, their homosexual neighbors or their homosexual friends or whatever. Right. Or, you know, just kind of railing, you know, preachers kind of railing on this awful, awful. It's like, no, I mean, we we need to understand that our sin of pride, our, our sin of adultery, our yeah. sin of lust, our sin of anger, our sin of... Whatever you want to put in there is yes. just as bad as a sexual, some other sexual sin. Yes, and I think we, man, we really miss that. Um, right. 
I think that's I think that's why we we struggled at times as the church to be able to to love on and minister to the homosexual community. Yes, uh, because of that, and um and so I think we I think we have to work on that. I mean I think that's I think that's something for all of us to do. But but we can't fall into that trap of thinking. Well, we just have to affirm what you know. We have to affirm that we have to. Right. We just yeah. have to stop calling this a sin or stop. You know. Then then we've actually gone too far. You know. Right. We, and so I think we have to we have to be able to to see to see how the Bible really defines love, yeah, and see see what the Bible says about all of our sin, all of our struggles, right, all of our all of our need for a Savior, yes, and that's what we want to hold up, amen, for ourselves, for our, our own, so that we can uh, follow Jesus and love Him, and for anyone else, right? We right. we want to hold up uh, the, the what what Christ has done for us. I think that's got to be got to be important right in this so other things Amen. you would add to that brother yeah I, I mean i think we we can see in other areas of life where it's harmful to affirm something that is harmful yeah to people right mm-hmm. so it, it, it's wrong for me to affirm a drug addict yeah right yeah it's not loving for me to say well you, you should just continue to right. to take drugs mm-hmm. right it's wrong for me to affirm to my kid it's okay to play in the street Right. Right. Yeah. With cards coming. It's mm-hmm. that's not loving. Mm-hmm. The loving thing is for me to say, hey, you need to get out of that road. Right. Because what's coming is going to harm you. Mm. And so when it comes to, you know, homosexuality, when when God said it's a sin and and Jesus has died for that sin. And if we trust in him and mm-hmm. and turn from our sins, we'll have everlasting last, like, everlasting life with him. But if we don't. Yep then we have to be punished for that sin. It's right. unloving for us to to not say, hey, you know, Jesus has died for that sin. Turn from yep. your sins and turn in faith to Jesus Christ. Right. And we will lovingly walk alongside of you as you, you may still struggle with this sin. Mm. But, man, we want to show you the, the good news of Jesus Christ in the midst of your struggles. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. All right, brother, what's our uh, diversity and fellowship resource this week? Yeah, our diversity and fellowship resource is from Jackie Hill Perry, mm. a book she wrote called Gay Girl, Good God. Um, mm. She struggled with uh, homosexual um, attraction, attraction yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And um, But she held firm to the good news of Jesus Christ That's right. and uh, wrote this book to encourage others. So. Yeah, so just a great resource. It is good very one. good book. Yeah. All right, so that's our time for our crazy, crazy question. Question. So, Kenny, crazy what is our question? Crazy All right, so for today, brother, what subgroup would you be tempted to identify with? <laughs> like, <laughs> this is really is a if crazy you could question, identify right? with the subgroup, yes. we just said we shouldn't, right? right? But if you could, what subgroup would that be? I, th- I think the one that would. Whether I would choose to identify with it or not, I think the one that now currently would be hoisted upon upon me uh, <laughs> would be like sports card collector. Yes, Kenny, I've created oh, I've created my own Twitter account, right, for sports card collecting. And this is nonstop, man. It's getting on the it's going borderline. Uh, it's trouble. I mean, you're gonna have to hold me accountable. <laughs> yeah. Borderline insane my, about my that. My wife is like, "Oh Lord, please let him find some accountability." Right. You know? 
But as I have told you before, and I will say, I will I will defend sports car Twitter is way more fun than evangelical Christian Twitter. I, I don't terrible. even have to be on there it's to, to say that sports that's probably card, it's true. All encouraging. <laughs> I like this identity. Right. right. This identity of a sports card collector right. just doesn't have the drama sometimes <laughs> that evangelical Christian Twitter has. I do so. not go to evangelical Christian Twitter if you're oh, not on there yet. Yes, it can just be very, very, very discouraging. Okay, right. so uh, so Kenny, what subgroup would you be tempted to identify, or would, would be, <laughs> as with me, hoisted upon you <laughs> I as see, a label? I, I, it, it could be hoisted upon me, and I will gladly take oh, it. Oh, okay, okay. Like, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to identify with the introverts of the world. Introvert nation. Introvert yes. nation. We are we're gonna identify <laughs> as introverts. Divided we stand. Divided we stand. Divided. Like, stay in we your stand. own lane. Don't come messing <laughs> stay with me. In your own <laughs> Right. I mean, right. I've seen some t shirts. We we maybe have some more t shirt ideas right. we could come up with. Introvert intro- Twitter. Probably nobody posted so, anything. We do have to <laughs> let me introvert <laughs> Twitter. <laughs> All kinds of followers. Yes. No posts. No posts. Um, uh, just leave me alone. <laughs> right. So we do. I mean, we we got we got you know got a little time here. So let, let's let's probe this a little bit further, <laughs> Kenny. Yes. Because as a co-pastor, <laughs> right, who understands that your job is to oversee the souls of yes. people. Yes. What? I'm struggling to reconcile that with your desire to be a part of the introvert club, introvert nation. I see it with introverts. We have to take people in doses. Doses. Like we can't have a like you know okay. extroverts. Like we should do a diversity and fellowship episode about diversity between introverts and extroverts. Ooh, that is a so extroverts diversity. Mm-hmm. They receive energy from being around people. Mm-hmm. Introverts like we we like people some of the time. But it drains us, right? Right. So I can take people in doses. Like, yeah. I give me about an hour, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna break off for a little bit. I right. might come back for another hour, and then I'm right. done. <laughs> right. There's no more. There's no more time. I'm done. Lights are going off. Right. Get out of my home. The, the next break is gonna be a permanent break from you for at least that right. day. Yeah. But yeah, he did we, say that one time in the sermon. Kenny said, like, if you come over to my house, like, I hang out with you for an hour. And then I'm ready for you to go. Yeah, I'm home, going right? to the basement after going that. To like, the basement. <laughs> I was like, wow. And man. it might be an hour to the second. Like, as soon as oh, it hit wow. 60 like, minutes, he timing it. I am out of here, man. He I am not it. messing around. So, okay. yeah, All right. I'm identifying as an introvert. Nice, nice. Yes. Well, hey, thanks so much for uh, listening to us uh, this week. Hopefully, that's been uh, encouraging to you. And uh, we will catch back up with you next week. God bless you. Thanks so much for listening to the Diversity and Fellowship podcast. If you want to join the discussion, please send us your questions and your comments to diversityandfellowship at gmail.com. That's diversityandfellowship at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Until next time, keep laboring by God's grace to be a faithful display of how the power of the gospel unites us in Christ.